0: Welcome to the NS North Podcast. My name is Dan Byers and I'm joined tonight by my co host, Philip Casgray. How are you, Phil? I'm great and you, Dan. Good. Um, thanks for joining us for another episode where we introduce a new speaker who will be presenting at this year's NS North. In this podcast, we are pleased to have with us speaker Parisa Foster and she joins us now. How are you, Parisa?
1: I'm great. It's great to be here. How are you?
0: Good, good. Great to have you on. So, we're wondering if you could maybe tell us a bit about uh, where you're from and what you do.
1: Sure. Well, I was born and raised in Ottawa, so I'm actually happy to be coming back to my hometown for the conference. Right on. Um, But yeah, now it's been 12 years that I live in Montreal, um, and I work at a company called Budge Studios. Uh, We we license international preschool properties like Strawberry Shortcake, Caillou, Care Bears, and we develop and publish uh, smartphone and tablet apps for kids.
2: Awesome. Right on. So that's educational software.
1: It's actually more games, more like fun games for kids. But, I mean, they all have an educational component for sure.
0: Right. They have to at that age, I yes. guess, or else parents <laughs> won't, won't buy them. And uh, how long have you been in mobile itself uh, in that sector?
1: Right. I mean, I've actually worked in mobile since the day I got out of university. Um, oh, I studied wow. marketing at McGill, and I just happened to uh, start in a mobile content development company called Airborne Mobile. And this was before you know the iPhone and before smartphones. So we were doing ringtones and wallpapers and all the old school mobile stuff. And I've kind of been in there ever since.
0: And uh, so, so you focus more on the marketing side of the of your work there at Budge, right at the moment.
1: That's correct. Yeah, my, my role is director of marketing. So I'm in charge of everything to raise awareness about our apps, acquire new users, and retain them in our portfolio of apps. Hmm.
0: And how many apps have you actually worked on like to, to help them publish and stuff?
1: Right. Well, I've been there since November 2012, and our portfolio is now of nine applications. Oh, wow. Uh, so yeah, so we're growing really fast, publishing one new app every month almost.
0: Oh, wow. That's that's a really good <laughs> turnaround. That's a very good pace. I
2: agree.
1: Yeah. Keeps you busy. <laughs>
2: So, so when, you, when you do marketing, is it uh, through uh, traditional media or mostly, on, uh, mostly online or new media?
1: It's actually really a mix of different things. So some ways that we acquire new users, obviously the paid channels, so mobile ad networks. Uh, we do a lot of in-app cross-promotion, uh, app store optimization for organic discovery. And we do lots of stuff offline and off the mobile networks. Uh, we collaborate with partners because we work with brands, you know, we're lucky to have strong partners. So we do cross promotions with the kids DVDs and books and toys uh, as well as, you know, on their digital properties and social media.
0: Hmm. And are, are you guys solely iOS based or do you have other Android or Windows or whatever?
1: Yeah, no, we do iOS and Android and we're also okay. going to be launching our first Windows apps shortly also.
2: Oh wow! Oh, so so really mostly mobile, but uh, moving into the PC sphere a little bit.
1: Um, no, Windows Eight actually for for oh. smartphones. Yeah.
2: Oh, so Windows Phone. Yeah, yeah, right. no,
1: we definitely focus on mobile, and the majority of our downloads and business is in iOS.
2: Right, but it's good to explore new platforms. That's how you learn about how the stuff is.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, uh, so I guess in the in terms of the iOS or Mac community, um, I I first learned about you um, when you were giving a, a talk in Montreal. Um, I, I guess you're, are you uh, do you find yourself able to to speak uh, given your busy schedule these days? Or, uh...
1: yeah, speaking is actually something that I really enjoy doing. Um, I started doing it a couple years ago at Mobiz, which is Quebec's largest conference on mobile. Oh. Um, I gave my first talk there. And from that one, I kind of ended up doing another one and then another one. So um, it's it's something I really enjoy doing it. I've I done with different groups in Montreal here. I've also done uh, guest uh, lectures at universities here in the city.
0: Oh, very good. Well, we're, it's excellent that you're able to make it for NS North. That's great.
2: Well she's she's coming home, so it's okay. And funnily <laughs> exactly. enough twelve years ago I was in Montreal and I moved to Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> so we did so the ba- basically crossed on the four uh, four seventeen. Yeah. E- exactly. <laughs> Restoring equilibrium. Exactly. So inside of the, the um the uh, iOS Android um and uh now Windows community, so um what do you do specifically for uh, helping the um the developers to um to market, the, Because I'm assuming that developers are, are directly working with you to try to make your uh, their apps more visible and cross-promotion. And can you talk a little bit more in details about what you do for and if it's different for each community?
1: Right. So, I mean, at Budge Studios, you know, we're doing all the marketing internally. So it, it kind of works, you know, production develops the apps. And then as soon as they're ready to go and market, that's when marketing kind of takes the reins to, you know, help drive downloads and usage. Um, but at previous companies, before I, before joining Bud Studios, um, I had my own consulting company, and there I did a lot of mobile app marketing. So working with developers who did, basically didn't have any, you know, marketing resources internally to help them um, on the marketing side of things.
2: Right. So g- given your expertise, do you do you contract that those services to outside developers, or is it all internal
1: for marketing? Yes. It's all internal.
2: Oh, okay. So, well, then you're pretty big because <laughs> you have your own marketing department.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yes. I mean, it does sound like a, a, a big amount when you say one app a month, but I guess we have a, you know, a lean and mean marketing machine, shall we call it at work.
0: Yeah. yeah. Once you have a process, eh, it's, uh, it's probably not that erratic, I guess.
1: Right. And it's also a different strategy. I mean, I've worked at companies that you know, say Yellow Pages Group, on the mobile team there where they just have one flagship application right across different platforms and that's an entirely different marketing strategy than when you have say a portfolio of games Oh yeah. Um, so it's been really interesting kind of learning you know i've worked in mobile at agencies i've worked in mobile at startups i've worked in mobile at large companies i've worked in mobile now at a gaming studio so even though i've been in mobile for eight years and plus it's always been a different type of application so it's been really interesting learning the you know the new kind of kinks.
2: That's awesome, right? And and given those in you know, in those eight years, you must have seen uh, large changes in the way mobile is being perceived. Because I remember it years ago, and the phones were bricks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I mean because when my my first job at Airborne Mobile, when we were doing ringtones and wallpapers, that was when the iPhone came out. And, you know, the company was kind of wondering, hmm, should we get into applications? Is this going to be a thing? Um, Of course, let alone it kind of disrupted the entire mobile industry. And, you know, if you made ringtones and wallpapers, you probably weren't making very much (laughs) money anymore. Um, And so it was really interesting because at the time, you know, the challenge was finding a developer to to even do the application. Um, And then once you had that application, it was great because there was only 500 apps that were live when the App Store launched, right? But now there's over 2 million apps across uh, Google Play and the Apple App Store. So it's not about finding a developer to make an app. The real hard work, and of course, making the apps is hard work also, but the real challenge now is getting noticed once you've launched your application. That's where where it's difficult now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and do
2: you find that you have good success with the with the the methods that you're using?
1: For sure, for sure. I mean, That's awesome. sh- like, yeah, one of our apps, uh, Strawberry Shortcake, I'm not sure if any of you have young uh, daughters, but uh, Strawberry Shortcake uh, Dress Up we launched a year ago. It got over 4 million downloads. Oh, wow. Um, and then we launched uh, Strawberry Shortcake Bake Shop just in November and we reached a million downloads in less than 2 months and it reached number 1 kids in over 63 countries wow, wow. great so we definitely i think found a recipe for success
0: that and licensed content i guess yeah
1: <laughs> for sure that doesn't hurt
0: are you guys doing free apps in in-app purchase or are you uh what's your typical model for uh, for a new app yeah
1: um good question our our standard model is uh free to download with in-app purchases
0: oh, okay nice yeah
1: which seems to be where the gaming industry is really heading and seeing a lot of success these days yeah
0: yeah and and the other the other big thing that you mentioned before is that cross promotion aspect like it's uh, if you have a number of similar properties like what a what a great way to uh, to really get good visibility to to more you yeah. know, more downloads
1: for sure yeah. i mean cross promotion is key, yeah. especially if you have more than one app, and my recommendation to developers that just have one app say is to find you know, other developers, yeah. not directly competing, but that you can kind of, you know, do cross-promo with. You know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine. Because it really is one of the most effective ways to drive downloads. The person's already on their device.
0: Mm-hmm. So in terms of Montreal and the community that's there, do you find that there's quite a bit of game development going on there like for mobile?
1: There's a lot of gaming companies in Montreal. Um, you know, there's the big guys, yeah. there's also a lot of small guys um and there's also i think generally just a lot of mobile going on uh yeah. um, in montreal actually the um, i was at ces um, in vegas uh, two weeks ago and the winner of the the mobile app award went to uh, a company in montreal uh, password box so i think um, the city is, is is really thriving for anyone who's interested in mobile
0: yeah yeah it sure sure is a hotbed for mobile these days that's for sure Hopefully, Ottawa will, will pick up a bit more. It's it's a bit smaller, so it's. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll get there.
2: Ottawa was the 80s and the 90s, right? So now it's moving to Montreal, and
0: it'll come back. Yeah, we, we just got to get rid of telecom. Telecom is still too <laughs> big. <laughs> get people moved over to mobile.
2: And then they should come to NS North to learn
0: more about mobile. <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> so uh, aside from uh, your your marketing efforts and all you do during your day job what what do you do in your off time what do you what do you like for hobbies or anything non tech related
1: Oh that's a good question because <laughs> a lot of it has to do with tech but i am uh I love travel oh cool um Where have you been. Yes. <laughs> Um, all over the place. Uh, actually, just recently, over New Year's, I was in Prague.
0: Oh, wow. Um,
1: yeah, and then I was in Vegas. That was for work, but also a little fun. And I'm actually planning a three-week tri- uh, trip to Argentina in February oh, for my honeymoon. Yeah. Ah,
2: that's a pretty serious uh, oh, your honeymoon, <laughs> so a big event's coming up.
1: Well, it, it came in October. Oh, okay. Ah,
0: congratulations. Belated. Yes.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: All right. Um, thank you very much for joining us, Parisa. We really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. It's a pleasure being here.
0: Great. We hope that our listeners enjoy this episode. And if you'd like to know more about the conference, you can visit our, our website at nsnorth.ca for all the details. Now, Parisa, if people wanted to get in touch with you, uh, how would they do so?
1: Sure. Um, they could uh, visit my website at parisafoster.com. Uh, my email address is there. Uh, or you can connect with me on Twitter, at Parisa Foster. Uh, or on LinkedIn.
0: Awesome. We will, Well, we hope to see everybody in Ottawa in May. Uh, thanks, Phil. Thank you. Thanks, Parisa. Thanks. Bye, everybody.